So many folks are worried about factors like inflation and market volatility putting their retirement nest egg in jeopardy. Today, we are going to ease your concerns and have a little fun by playing Financial Jeopardy, bringing you facts and tips along the way. You don't want to miss this one right after this. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy's here. Joe's been helping folks for more than 20 years get to and through retirement. We're just talking. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you? It's uh, definitely uh, back to school, back to work, back to everything. And people are definitely paying attention to finances now with a market volatility. Right. We were just talking. Uh, give me a, give me an open, uh, an overview of what you think is going on right now. Sure. You know, obviously, September is is traditionally a really volatile month, Steve. Um, you have a lot of rebalancing going on, and the market's usually topsy-turvy. But I think we have some other things at play. I know our radio listeners probably three or four months ago were sick and sick of me probably, you know, sounding the red alarm saying, hey, if you're going to depend on these retirement assets and they're in investment accounts, you know, these lag effects from these rate hikes and this quantitative tightening by the Fed are definitely going to have an effect. And I think we're really starting to feel that right now, Steve. Mm -hmm. and, and there's some more signs. And, you know, I'll just quickly review some of the things that we're seeing. So our radio listeners can make a determination on their own. You know, are they are they in too much risk right now? And, and the big question that we always ask our clients is, is this portfolio something that is going to fuel your life down the road? And if the answer is yes, then you want to pay a lot of attention to how you are invested in the risk that you're taking on. Um, just this week, we have seen hedge funds, which represent a large share of the, the market holdings, um, they're definitely becoming more cautious, just like what happened back in 2007, 2008, after Bear Stearns failed, we saw the bull media, the bull market media just promoting, 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 and the, the retail public jumped all in on the bull side and really started buying stocks. And during that period, we saw hedge funds really deleveraging and transferring the risk to the general public. So now we're starting to see these hedge funds unwinding their risk. I know last week was one of the biggest deleveraging, and they were down about 4.2% um, from risk. So it's a big move, and we're seeing these companies take on less and less risk, and that really bodes um, for some volatility ahead. And it's to be expected, Steve. Sure. Look, when you have a rate hike this fast into this type of debt construct that our government is holding, there's going to be adverse effects. The main thing to be concerned is what does this portfolio represent to your life? And I think the, the answer to that question should determine any type of course of action. And I really, it's been so fun to get to know so many listeners here on AM560 and help people either hedge their portfolios or de-risk a little bit moving forward towards that big day. You don't want to have a 40% loss in your portfolio going into retirement. That's not a good situation. And we don't know, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We can only see the signs that are coming. And one of the biggies right now, Steve, is this government, potential government shutdown. Right. That um, certainly is a grumbling out there, isn't it? It's definitely grumbling. And if we look at the last time, I think it was back 2011, um, you know, we could have potential downgrades to the U.S. credit ratings. Um, again, you know, S&P cut uh, the U United States AAA rating, Fitch followed. Um, and what that means most importantly, is to the treasury yields. We've seen treasury yields just go sky high. We were talking about the bond inversion, Steve, but these yields are just nuts. And with the Fed pausing this last meeting and not raising rates, you would think that yields, bond yields, would either maintain or maybe decrease a little bit. No, they keep going up. So what is going on with these treasury yields? I mean, they are just sky high. And to me, in a nutshell, I, I think if you look at foreign investors, foreign countries like China, um, China is sitting at a, basically a 12-year low of U.S. Treasury holdings. So oh, I wow. think the, yeah, the U.S. government's probably trying to attract some foreign investments um, into the U.S. Treasuries and keep these yields high. But high yields aren't good for anyone. High interest rates aren't good for anyone. Like general public with lending, banks really take it. Um, it's just not a good situation, but there's a lot of volatility out there. There are a lot of things that are going on. We just want to make sure that our clients are protected. That's the main thing. But when we're looking at, you know, record U.S. debt, 
government shutdown possible, continued quantitative tightening by the Fed in the future. Um, and, and to top it off, U.S. bankruptcies just hit an all-time high in August. So the consumer is not doing super swell right now either. There's just a lot of moving parts, Steve. Definitely warrants caution. If you are holding a retirement portfolio that you are going to depend on for income down the road, this is your opportunity to give us a call. We'll absolutely review uh, no charge, review your portfolio, and make sure that you're not taking on too much risk going forward into this type of environment. The last thing that we want to that we want to see, Steve, is someone that works their tail off for 20 or 30 years right up the runway to that big day. And then all of a sudden the market drops and that horizon in that future does not look as good as it used to because of something that is basically out of your control. You now have the control, but you don't want to wait too long, Steve, and start trying to sell into a slide. You want to head it off at the pass and this is your opportunity to call. 800-930-5905 is how you get started. Folks, don't hesitate and make that call right now while you're thinking of it. 800 930 5905. I love your overviews, Joe. It's, it, you make it so easy to understand because it's it's complicated, it's confusing, but you just kind of lay it all out there and it makes sense. Well, I appreciate that, Steve. Remember, and a lot of people think, you know, oh, Joe's a perma bear. No, I am not. I am long-term bullish all the way. It's just short-term volatility you have to pay attention to, especially when you're dealing with retirement assets. And that is 90% of our client base, we do retirement income planning. And a lot of people use these portfolios to live off of. It warrants some caution, especially with things going out of control like they are in this world today. Right. So definitely an opportunity for our listeners out there. If you haven't called us, Give us a call. We'll get you going in the right direction. 800-930-5905 is the number. So you want to play some Jeopardy? I love Jeopardy. So let you know what? Let's let's rock and roll. Okay. So we're going to remind everyone, uh, this is a Financial Jeopardy. Uh, financial Literacy Month kicks off this week. So what better way to put all we've discussed into the test that playing Financial Jeopardy? Are you ready to play? Yeah, and you know what, Steve? I think you could be the regular host of Jeopardy. You got the perfect voice for it. Well, here we go. This is Financial Jeopardy. Please welcome today's contestants. And joining us right now, of course, is Joe Murphy. Joe is a self-proclaimed expert in all things wood. He once had a job as a guy who paints the line on the highways. And in his spare time, he collects used hairbrushes from around the world. Hey, say hi to Joe. Well, he hello. That was about as subtle as a flying brick. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what I was going to say. I know. I didn't, but that was fun. Yeah. All right, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready so to go. So here's the thing. You can see uh, the folks at home can't, but there are four categories, important retirement ages, penalties and fees, saving vehicles, and retirement rules of thumb. Your choice. You can start anywhere you want, and uh, we'll just find a question accordingly. Uh, let's do, let me see here. Picking the category. What was that? Was that Cheers with uh, Cliff Clavin, who yeah. were three people that were not in my kitchen or yes. something like that? Yeah. That yeah. always reminds me every time I see Jeopardy, Cliff Clavin, a little Cheers out there if anyone <laughs> likes yeah. that show. Um, let's do retirement rules of thumb for $200, Steve. Okay. Retirement rules of thumb, $200. Um, so the answer is many considered this age to be the magic number at which folks could retire. Ooh, what, what is age 65? You are correct. And there you go. 200 bucks to you. Yes. <laughs> okay. You were, you control the board. Let's keep going. All right. Let's do, you know what? Let's do another rule of thumb for 400. Steve. All right. Here it is. This rule of thumb involves withdrawing specific percentage of retirement funds annually. What is, oh, sorry. I was going to give the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Thank you for not. Um, okay. So. Can you read it one more time for yeah. me, please? Sure. Uh, the rule of thumb involves withdrawing a specific percentage of retirement funds annually. What, what is, is the 4% theory rule? <laughs> theory. Well, we've certainly had conversations about the 4% rule, Joe. And, and you know, it seems like it. what it is to me today is a, is a good starting point. 
It absolutely is. It's it's a ground zero. It's a base. You know, it gives us something to compare to. Um, and again, really smart guy that put those numbers together. They're just old, you know, right. in, in a very specific portfolio we just don't see anymore. And, you know, the historicals going back 60 years are not the same as they are today. So very good starting gauge, but you want a custom withdrawal percentage on your retirement assets, but you want a retirement plan to really help give you peace of mind on income levels. Um, and it just makes sense. You know, sure. rigid rule, you can't apply it to everything in every situation. That makes zero sense in an advisor. You'll want something custom. Well, that's why they call it rules of thumb, because it's just that. It's not really anything. <laughs> that is correct. All, All right. right. We keep so going. Let's, uh, let's do savings vehicles for 200, for Steve. 200. Boy, you're not much of a gambler, are you? No, uh, not really. I'm, <laughs> I'm conservative. I'm an investment advisor. That's right. I like it. Uh, here's your uh, answer. The, a traditional pension plan was essentially replaced by this retirement savings vehicle in recent years. Ooh. Say that one more time, Steve. A traditional pension was essentially replaced by this retirement savings vehicle in recent years. What is a 401k? Yay. Yes, it is. And, and you know, as savings vehicles go, it's a pretty good place to put your money at this point in time, especially if you're it's coming out of your check and you don't even see it. Yeah, it's a great look. It's really fueled retirement savings. Um, the pension is definitely more favorable, obviously, um, because the risk is all on the employee with the 401k, whereas the company assumes the risk on a pension. But the 401ks really have bolstered up and the, you know, the government's doing their best to really, uh, especially like I said, with the Secure Act 2.0, really give people the opportunity to jam more in their retirement accounts, which I think is fantastic. So, you know, the 401k, although not designed to be what it is today, it's doing a pretty darn good job. I agree. And uh, on that note, we need to take a quick break, Joe. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. We've still got some spots on the calendar. Absolutely, guys. And this goes out for our next 10 callers into the show. And you got to call in right now to take advantage of this. We're talking about the market volatility that we are experiencing now and probably going forward from these lag effects of these rate hikes from our Fed to battle inflation. If you are in a near-term retirement red zone or you're in retirement and you're concerned about your portfolio, this is your opportunity to give us a call and get a complimentary assessment by a fiduciary. Steve, we're going to open up for 10 this week. Next 10 callers, they're going to get that assessment. Give us a call and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. That is the question or that is the number, folks. It's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. No cost, no obligation. Find out how much risk you're really taking. Are there any red flags that could be a potential problem for you down the line? Do you know how much you're really paying in fees or commissions? Joe can help you find out. How about potential tax liabilities and, of course, a lifetime retirement income plan that includes maximizing that Social Security benefit? Take advantage of this complimentary review by calling right now, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. Quick break. We're back. Lots more Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy after this. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy's here as he is each and every week. We have a great time. And uh, this has uh, this has become sort of, a, I don't know, we, we do these game so, shows, but I, I still find myself going, wow, huh, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I do kind of, but I, anyway. Let's talk financial literacy for a second, Joe, because that, you know, it is Financial Literacy Month. We've had conversations in the past about how important it is to know what's going on in your finances, especially as you get close to retirement. Oh, financial literacy is is absolutely critical. And, and Steve, I've said it on this show many times, I consider myself an educator. You know, people have different levels of knowledge when it comes to finance, and most of it's gained through their own research, their own experiences. And what we really love to do is break it down. So you'll see us on this show sometimes talk about real simple things and break them down real easy, but we can also get technical when we need to. Um, the thing that I don't like about the financial services industry, and this is my big thing against it, is there's so much technical jargon out there oh, yeah. um, that really doesn't serve any purpose but to confuse. So when at all possible, we love to break down things simply so people can understand the why. 
you know, why we are proposing something, why something makes sense or why something doesn't. So to me, it's all about breaking things down so people can understand on their terms, not on mine. You know, I've been doing this for 23 years. For me, something may seem simple, may be complex to someone else. That's why we want to talk in general terms and really break it down. And sometimes these questions, Steve, they bring up things or refresh your literacy and say, you know what, I forgot about that. I should be focusing on that. And that is the goal. Maybe to turn on that little light bulb that gets some activity going so more people can save for retirement, more people can get a bigger income, spendable cash in their pocket. That's the goal of these. And we try and make them fun. And hopefully everyone's playing along and uh, helping me out because I'm about to get aggressive. I've done all my my feeling out stuff. So now I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. So well, let's we're back do, to Jeopardy. Uh, here we go. Let's go with retirement rules of thumb for a thousand. Ooh, you're taking a chance, Joe. You're taking a chance. The questions do get harder the, the, the more money they're worth. So for a thousand bucks, here is the answer. The formula creates a figure that when converted into a percentage can help determine the appropriate risk exposure for your age. Ooh, great ballpark gauge. And I know what this one is. Mm -hmm. What is 100 minus your current age? Okay, good. And again, you know, rule of thumb, and, and I know that that's just a, that's a great starting point, too, and you kind of get a, get an idea that, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. It does. And again, it's a great starting point. So, you know, it gives us a gauge on how much risk someone should be taking in an overall portfolio. It's not a be-all, end-all. Again, it's a gauge. You know, are you on track? You know, is your overall holdings in line with your time horizon? And that's the most important part is how long do you have until you need this money? Or how long do you need this money to last you? Mm -hmm. You know, those are very important questions. And these rule of thumbs can really help get a pinpoint starting so we know where we need to go and fine tune and tweak. Absolutely. 800-930-5905. Give us a call. All right. What's next? All right. Let's do, let's stay on that one. Let's do the $800 question for retirement rules of thumb. All right. Retirement rules of thumb for $800. The 60-40 portfolio would be split among these two classes. What are equities and debt instruments or stocks and bonds. I'm not sure how it would be worded, but let's go. What are stocks and bonds? You got it. That's the one we like. Uh, stocks and bonds. All right. It's for 800. Now that, that whole world of stocks and bonds and 60, 40 and all of that, that too is kind of becoming not what we really need to do. No. And we do, we see, like I said, almost every portfolio that comes in here, we see some wild aggression and that's been good because look, we're coming off the uh, large bull market, you know, almost 12, 13 years. Mm -hmm. So everyone was taking advantage of it. The market was like an ATM. Now, you know, when the tide goes out, you get to see who is swimming naked, to quote Warren Buffett. Um, you want to see people that really took a proactive approach and said, you know what, I want to be protective over my retirement assets. You know, whether it's 60-40, 50-50, or you're just using a hedge on your investment portfolio to make sure that worst case scenario happens, your assets are protected. You know, there's a lot of different strategies. There's so many different ways to protect, but you need to be educated and it needs to make sense for your situation. So again, these rules of thumb, Steve, they give us great starting points to make sure, is there a little red alarm that should be going off saying, hey, you need to get this addressed. That's why we want to bring this stuff up. So hopefully someone out there, a light bulb goes on and says, I need to focus on this because I know I'm in that situation. All right. Wow. You've got, you're a hundred percent so far, Joe. Let's uh, keep going. Let's see what we got. All right. Let's do retirement savings vehicles. I'm liking these questions. So we're just going to go for the thousand dollar ones. All Steve. right. I like that too. Retirement savings vehicles for a thousand dollars. The way your funds are distributed across asset classes. Distributed across. What is diversification? Very good. Yes, indeed it is. Diversification. Oh, and, uh, all right. Yeah. So a thousand bucks. And uh, so that, that really is something, I mean, we've talked about that many times as well and how important that is for, you know, someone like you, the independent fiduciary with a lot of experience, take a look at that and make sure that we are in the right spots where we need to be. Yeah. I think diversification it's so important. And it's not just on a portfolio holdings level. It's also on the account level. Because remember, Uncle Sam can really play a big role in your retirement. So you want to make sure that you're diversified on an account level as well. So you don't want everything loaded into pre-tax. If you load everything into your pre-tax, and we see this, it's very common because of the advent of the 401k. So everyone saved the lion's share of their money into these pre-tax accounts. Well, guess what? 
Now you're handcuffed to the US government where they get to determine their share of your money at a future date. So I don't like that, especially with the debt that we have in this country, where tax rates is headed, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act could sunset in 2026. We're gonna revert back to higher tax brackets. We have this social security shortfall. That's another big thing. So how are they gonna fix that? Where do you think they're gonna go, Steve? Taxes, they need revenue. Taxes, taxes, taxes. So decoupling yourself from the US government, diversifying not only in your portfolio to spread risk, but also on the account level, making sure you have that Roth, making sure you have that HSA, making sure that you have that taxable account and you are tax loss harvesting every year. Taking money out of Uncle Sam's pocket is not a bad thing, guys. It's a good thing, but it takes time and you need a plan. Absolutely. And uh, so we got time. Let's see, we'll go a couple more questions here. What are you thinking? Sure. Uh, let's do, let me see here. I think I've knocked out a couple here. We'll go to re important retirement ages for 1000. All right. So here we go for a thousand dollars. this one is, this is the age that you must start your required minimum distributions. Well, the secure act helped us there too. And it allowed Americans to defer a little bit longer. And we are going to answer what is the age of 73. It is indeed. So do you still have folks? Yay! Yay! You still have folks come in and they say it's 70 and a half or, or people just aren't aware of the changes that have happened over the last couple of years? Yeah, I think that that's pretty common. I, I, RMDs are a scary thing for a lot of senior clients. You know, oh, yeah, they want to sure. make sure that it's done. Those that are aware, you know, we'll start getting calls like, did you distribute it? No, we don't need to yet. Don't worry. We're, we're still on time. Um, but some people, they just don't understand the retirement rules and that's okay. That's why they have us. We distribute and calculate all the RMDs for our clients. But if there's outside accounts, let's just say maybe you have four old 401ks. Well, you're going to be responsible for taking an RMD out of each and every one of those 401ks. The IRAs are a very different ballgame when it comes to RMDs or required minimum distributions because we can pick and choose. You know what? Maybe we're going to take our RMDs out of this account and let the other accounts ride. So you have a lot more leeway on the IRA side than the 401k side with required minimum distribution, but it pays to know. This is not something you wanna miss. Remember, this used to be the second stiffest penalty uh, from the IRS. They moved it from 50% penalty, plus you had to take the RMD and pay all the taxes, down to 25. I think they're gonna further reduce it with the Secure Act 2.0 legislation coming up down to 10%. It's still a penalty. There's absolutely no need to pay. The one thing you wanna remember when it comes to required minimum distributions, if you don't need the cash, what can you do? There's lots of different things you can do. You can do qualified um, charitable distributions, a QCD up to 100 grand. That'll satisfy your RMD and you're not going to be paying the taxation. So there's a really good avenue to find it. If you do not need the cash, some people want to take that income and they need it. But if you don't, give us a call. We can put together a plan to make sure we take Uncle Sam out of the picture on your RMDs. 800-930-5905. And Joe, it is, we have reached the point. It is now time for final Jeopardy. Uh, the category okay. is the category is retirement. You want to just wager it all? Uh, you know what? Where, where am I at? Probably like four thousand, something, something like that. that. Yeah, four, five, eight. I yeah, have, I you know what? Let's let it. You know what? Like I said, you see how I feel things out. I get real yeah. conservative, then I learn the rules, and now I'm going all in. Um, let's uh, yeah, let's wager it all. All right, all on the market for this one. Uh, the answer is. <laughs> The most important four-letter word to consider when preparing for retirement. Four-letter word to... It's not crap. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> um, okay, you got a good one here. I'm going to go with what is plan. Yes, that is it. And that, Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, what is a plan? Four-letter word, P-L-A-N. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that, yeah, I took a stab. I wasn't sure. It really does make such a difference. It makes all the difference to have that plan in writing to give you the confidence, to give you the just knowledge that you know you're going to be okay. Steve, one of our specialty here is is retirement planning. And, you know, we have a really good one-two punch at this office and at this firm. And it's a lot of fun to open up people's eyes. And the one thing that I really love about retirement planning 
is it allows you to identify potential hazards for people and saying, hey, have you looked at this? That's why you want to be with a fiduciary, a retirement planner that understands healthcare, understands social security, can help manage because you could have the best investment advisor in the world. But if you are not anticipating potential hazards down the line, you could find yourself in a boatload of trouble. That's why you want to plan ahead. That's why you want a retirement plan from a fiduciary firm. And that is exactly what we're doing. Boy, great game, Joe. Let's uh, let's wrap it up and invite folks to call. You got it. And that was a lot of fun. And hopefully everyone enjoyed that. We had some fun questions. I think Steve was an excellent Jeopardy uh, host. So thank you, Steve, for, for helping me along there. Yep. And we are going to offer for the next 10 callers like we always do. And this week, it's pretty critical that we want to offer our investment portfolio review to all our radio listeners out there. We've helped so many of you either hedge or bring down the uh, risk in that retirement asset, especially if you are going to be depending on that asset in retirement as income. It's very important. So free, complimentary, all those good words that mean no charge portfolio review for our next 10 callers. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. 800-930-5905. It is just that simple. Really, the goal of the show is like what Joe said. It's it's about teaching. It's about uh, information and really to help you make the best decision for you. If you've got questions about what we're talking about here, maybe how it applies in your own situation, yes, call right away, 800-930-5905, We're back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy's here as he is each and every week. Joe's been helping folks for more than 20 years, an independent fiduciary. Murphy Wealth Management is where you'll find him. You will find the website at mwmfinancial.tax, mwmfinancial.tax. And again, you guys, speaking of tax, Joe, it uh, I can feel that the end of the year is coming. People are freaking out already, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah, we got the October 15th coming up. We just yeah. had the September 15th on the business. So, you know, everyone's obviously people that have delayed right now. They, you know, they're trying to find or, you know, squeak away and whittle down as much as they possibly can. Or, you know, there's a little procrastination involved there too. And either way, you just need to make sure you beat that deadline. But we always feel it's like a heartbeat. You can feel it getting stronger and stronger the closer that we get to deadlines. Um, but that's the peace of mind that we bring. And, you know, that's it's a lot of fun because we get to tax plan the whole year with our clients. So, you know, tax time's not a surprise. And, right. and I don't think it should be. You should be planning ahead and not have that queasy feeling in your stomach when that deadline approaches. Exactly. It should be, all right, everything went according to our plan. Well, so when you choose a financial advisor, someone like you, I mean, it's a, it's a big decision. And there are questions I think that, uh, well, that we found that we as a potential client should be asking you. But my question to you, even before we get started, um, do you think people are a little intimidated when, I mean, the stuff that we're going to go over, well, the first one, how are you licensed? Do you, do you get that question or are people intimidated to ask that question? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so at all. I think no? we get a lot of communication from our clients. You know, we're a relationship-oriented firm, so I talk to each and every one of our clients. I have relationships with all of our clients. I know them by first name. I know most of their families. We're a family-owned firm, so I don't oppose to any questions. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, we hope that they're not rude questions, but, you know, how am I licensed? It's a great yeah. question. Uh, most people know that I'm a fiduciary. What does that mean? Um, I am licensed as an investment advisor representative. My firm here is a registered investment advisor um, in the state of Indiana, the state of Illinois. We're actually national licensed in most states, um, so we can do business across the country, which is fantastic. Um, but we also have other professionals in here. Um, in addition to being an investment advisor, I'm also life insurance licensed, health insurance licensed. Amber is a tax preparer. She's an enrolled agent. Um, we have an attorney on staff. And then we also have another investment advisor representative as well. So we really wanted to make sure we had the right professionals in place here, Steve, to handle almost any financial situation. And we sure. feel that, you know, we can't solve every problem, Steve, but we have a good idea on what's to come and how to handle it. And so one of the other questions is, so qualifications, and I know when you're a fiduciary, sure. you're independent, um, you've been doing this for more than 20 years. I mean, that seems quali qualifications enough for me, but what do you say people if they ask? 
who people well, I think a lot of people want to know your experience. I think that's the biggest okay. qualification out there is how long have you been doing this? And, you know, we get that question a lot. I've been in the financial services industry for 23 years. Um, that's a long time for all of our radio listeners out there that have worked a job for 23 years. You tend to know a couple little tricks. Little um, you don't survive it. that this long. <laughs> yeah, you don't survive this long in an industry that's cutthroat like financial services if you don't pick up a few things along the way. Um, but one of the main things that I think my qualifications really shine is as an educator. Um, people are comfortable talking to us. They're not afraid. I don't you know, ever talk down to anyone. I don't talk over people. I try and break things down so they make sense. And all I am is a professional problem solver. I just happen to do my business in the world of finance. We help people take a situation that may be overwhelming to them and use our strategies and techniques to break it down and get them through that situation, hopefully in a better way. Again, we don't have a crystal ball and we can't solve every problem, but with the experience that we have at this firm, we feel that we put our clients in a positive light and at least educate them on the potential options to solve, get around, go through, go under. However, we got to get through that problem. We are going to attack. All right. 800-930-5905. And uh, these are questions that you should be asking your uh, advisor if you're interviewing an advisor. And uh, yeah. one of the other questions is, do you abide? I know the answer. Do you abide by fiduciary duty slash responsibility? Well, yes, you do. Yes, we have to. And that is the one thing about being a fiduciary. And that's why we say that, you know, the the level of care that you should be searching to steward your hard saved retirement funds or your investment accounts should be the fiduciary level, in my opinion. And here's why we're required to be transparent. Um, it's very, very important to understand that why why someone is proposing, you know, this type of strategy, this type of technique, this investment, we're required to be transparent. And we are also required to do what's in our client's best interest over our own. That is important because not every financial advisor is held to that standard, but it's up to you as the consumer to, to ask that question. Do you, or are you a fiduciary? And if you're not asking that question, then you could be looking at a broker that is straight commission based that may be doing something that is not in your best interest. And that is not a slam on any regular broker or any fiduciary, anybody outside. You just as a consumer want that extra level of care. I know that if I was on the retail side and I was using a, a retirement planner or I, had a, I needed a financial advisor, I would want someone that had my best interest at heart and not their own. I mean, that would be to me, that would be a no brainer, mm -hmm. but it's not. Again, some of the, the mazes of financial services, you want that fiduciary level of care, or at least you want to understand what that means or what it means to not have that fiduciary level of care. Yes, exactly. And, you know, as far as the services you provide, you've described your operation as a, as a one-stop shop and, and it really truly is. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It, you know, it's definitely not assembly line, but we offer a lot of different services because there's so many things that go into a retirement. Um, number one, we offer investment management. So we can manage a straight stock portfolio, sprinkle in a couple ETFs, but we manage actively traded accounts. This is not, you know, the old school, throw it in a bunch of mutual funds or like a 401k. We actively trade based on market conditions. It allows us as a firm to pivot um, our market thesis on a dime. You know, if we don't like what's going on, we don't have to stay. The only thing that would inhibit us is probably taxation on those taxable accounts. But for IRAs and retirement accounts, we can trade without tax consequences and we can get ourselves out of a situation or out of a bad trade relatively quickly without having to pivot or worry about selling a mutual fund after hours or anything like that. I love actively trading accounts. It's one of my favorite things and it's definitely our forte is the investment management. But one of the things that we focus on, um, and we have one of the best retirement planners, in my opinion, here at this firm, and that is um, our gal, Natina. And Natina handles all our retirement plans. We have awesome software that we use for our clients, but that is their guidebook um, to get through the next 20 to 30 years. The best wow. part about it, Steve, nothing is concrete. It's all fluid. It's all flexible. So we have the base information in there. And as things come up in our client's life, we can actually project a potential expense, a potential downturn in the market, and see how it could potentially affect our client's livelihood throughout retirement. That is their go-to 
during times they say, oh my gosh, you know what? We need to get a new roof on our house. Where are we going to take this money from? Well, let's take a look. You know, Natina can just plug it right in the retirement software. We can see it helps us solve problems more efficiently. Everyone on the show knows that I'm not a big tech guy. I'm, I'm a tech dinosaur. Um, it's just not my thing. I like people. I like talking to people, but you need to have it in this environment. It makes retirement planning so much more efficient, and we can cover so much more by using our proprietary software. I absolutely love it now, but it is that guidebook, and it is a very important service. One of the things that separates us from a lot of different firms is tax planning. Uh, we have Amber here. She is a tax code expert as an enrolled agent. Um, it really helps us make sure that our clients get more spendable cash or at least have a tax plan to mitigate the exposure to Uncle Sam. It's important. It's the second biggest expense that you are going to pay throughout your retirement. Make sure you have a plan for it. That is built in there. And then obviously estate planning, wealth transfer. We do all those things. Healthcare, you know, these are all things that we want to make sure that are addressed in every retirement plan. And we are absolutely proficient in all of them, Steve. All right. 800-930-5905. I like that. Um, so here's the big question. How do you get paid, Joe? I mean, you're in business to make Great money. Question. I get it. Yeah. Look, we have to get paid for our time. And again, yeah. you know, I don't mind paying a fee or a price as long as I'm getting value for it. So we get paid a couple different ways. On investment management, um, we charge a fee, a flat percentage. Um, that fee will never increase. It is based and it puts me and our clients together. The more money that I make for them, the more my fee increases, but the percentage will not. So I have a vested interest, Steve, to grow my clients' assets because that creates more for me. So mm -hmm. we do an agreed fee based on the assets under management. It's very common for investment management to have a fee-based um, on the actual investment account. So there's a couple of different ways you can handle that though. And we can also do fee only um, where we're just providing retirement advice or financial advice, or maybe we're breaking down a Roth conversion. We charge a flat fee. So we send a proposal out to our client for the services that we are going to render. And that client, if they accept that proposal, we charge a flat fee for that. And we handle that transaction or solve that problem or whatever that invoice dictates. That's what we are going to do. We are going to abide by that. Um, on the outside, if we use any type of financial product, most financial products are paid by commission. There's a big difference uh, with fiduciaries and commissions because it could be a potential conflict. We must disclose those commissions and how we are paid to our clients so they can see, all right, Joe is going to get paid this commission for this. Is this in my best interest or not? I would much rather have that information on the table in front of me so as a consumer, I can make a decision. That's really important. And then it goes back, Steve, to that transparency and how critical that is with your advisor to understand how they get paid. What is their motivation? What is, the, what is their interest? So we put all that on the table for our clients as fiduciaries should, and it helps people understand this is how he is getting paid. This is how he is getting compensated. You know, we work hard for our clients. We feel that we want to provide a service that equates value with the fee that we are charging. And it's important to be transparent. Sure. And uh, boy, on that note, you have wrapped things up uh, for this segment, Joe. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and uh, have folks fill up those spots on the calendar. Absolutely, guys. And we're doing an informal next 10 callers. We are absolutely going to do that portfolio review, complimentary, uh, no charge to any of our radio listeners that call in right now, as long as you're in the next 10 callers. So if you are in that near-term retirement red zone or you're in retirement and you've seen the last couple of weeks and going, oh my gosh, what's going on here? This is your opportunity to see if anything needs doing or if you're good to go. Um, this is an opportunity to talk to a fiduciary, an investment advisor representative, and see if there's any tweaks that you need. Steve, give our listeners that magic number and we will get to work. Absolutely. 800-930-5905 is the number. There's no cost, no obligation, and it can help you get a better handle on your own financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, just what we've been talking about, the transparency at Murphy Wealth Management is there. It's uh, future tax implications. Yes, tax planning is, is, is important as well. And how much income you can securely generate once you do move into retirement. You can have all those questions answered and more. Call us, 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. we got another segment to go, and we're going to come... 
Sunshine Wealth Health Radio. It's our final segment together today. Having a great show, played Jeopardy. We learned about what to ask an advisor. And uh, again, it's just, uh, this is just one big school lesson, isn't it? I mean, it's not school, but it's kind of school. It it is. Steve, I'm I'm one of those guys that I find myself, you know, every morning I'm reading, you know, like most of our listeners that, you know, enjoy finance and enjoy the markets. You know, I'm always, I'm always reading. I'm always educating myself on not only current events, but changes in legislation and everything that's happening in our world and our government. And it's nothing surprises me these days. I mean, it's just like this past year has just been wild in, you know, in almost every way, shape and form. I don't think there's any possible way that anyone could have predicted um, this past year on paper. Maybe, maybe you know, one or two things, but there's just no way. We've had so many drastic changes um, economically. It's almost like everything got flipped into upside down world, um, and we're all just trying to figure it out and go. But I find myself studying more and more, trying to keep up, and it feels like the more that you build, the more things start not making sense. Right. And it's it's a crazy, crazy world. But, you know, we want to stay abreast and look, you know, volatility is usually temporary. Most things in this world happen in a cycle. Um, and it just so happens we're in the chaotic period. And I know this country, this great country of America, we will emerge. Um, we absolutely will. But we're going to have to get through some tough times, it feels like. Um, just economically, it's, you know, the recession or whatever they want to call it, um, I don't know about you, Steve, but the prices that we're paying right now are 20 to 25% more than we were paying last year. I know oh, yeah. gas is at 2023 highs. I know it you is. Know, the, the things that, yeah, the things that we need to drive our life are very expensive. Um, this job market is still pretty strong. So I don't know what this Fed is going to do. I would not want to be in their shoes, but you know they're in a, a limbo here between over-tightening and under-tightening. And I don't know which way it's going to go, but it's definitely something to pay attention to. And the one thing I wanted to talk about is something that we all know and that every person on this that is listening to this show is going to have involvement in, and that's Social Security. Yes. Um, I think it's a real hot topic right now, Steve. We've seen a lot of legislators come and talk about it. The media is really picking up on it. You know, what's going to happen in 2034? You know, what's happening with other countries um, with their uh, assistance to their retirees? I think there's a lot of key parts that come into play, but it's a phone call that we keep receiving more and more. What should I do about this potential reduction in Social Security? Um, is it going to happen? And, and I'd like to take a few minutes, Steve, to kind of break it down and, and, and let people know that we have a really awesome tool here at this firm that we can actually gauge uh, a potential client's risk score on how these cuts in the future to Social Security, these proposed cuts of 24% to the retirement benefit of Social Security could impact their retirement. Just to give you an example, Steve, and yeah. this is this is going to blow your mind. Um, so we had a couple that had about, let's just say, a little bit shy of a million dollars in savings. So I think it was like $920,000 in savings. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to retire in about ninety five grand a year um, in if, if they would receive the full benefits of Social Security, so no potential reduction in 2034, right? They would receive full Social Security. We ran our simulation on retirement plan. They had a 97% chance with everything that they had coming in to have a 30-year retirement with no problem. Those kind of plans, I green light. Anything over 90%, I'm green lighting. I love that. So it looked really good. But then we plugged in the potential gap. Um, to Social Security income, if we do have that reduction of about 23%, their simulation on our retirement plan went from the high 90s to a coin flip. That's how dramatic these cuts will have on the American people if we don't act, if Congress doesn't act. But how are they going to act? You know, that's the big thing, Steve. What are they going to do? Are they going to, obviously, we know the most vulnerable part of our population, the lower income levels, they'll be relatively unaffected. If we look at ultra high net worth, do they really even need Social Security to make it? No. But where are these cuts or these caps or this mean testing? And that's a biggie that's going on is mean testing. You know, those of you that didn't receive any COVID stimulus, your radar should be going off right now because the government already has a way to means test us. So they are going to know who is going to get cut. They know it's going to be the middle class that is going to be feeling the brunt if we don't change things soon. 
we are planning and we don't know for sure. Obviously, the government could step in. But again, it took them 35 years and they still haven't gotten rid of the penny yet. So I don't <laughs> see them making headway on Social Security right. in the next 10 years. So what does that mean for everyone, Steve? It means you need to plan. It, mean, it means that you may not have what you think you have in retirement. We talk about Social Security, Steve, as the most valuable annuity that you can have in retirement, but it is not a contracted annuity like you buy at an insurance company to create retirement income. It is a legislative annuity. And what that means is it's not a contract, it's controlled by the US government, and they're gonna get to determine, just like with taxation, their share of your money at a future date. And if they decide that cuts based on means testing is in the future, you could find yourself with a 20 to 25% gap in income. What would that mean? So our couple with 900,000 in savings, they would be looking at a 23% reduction in social security. So again, they may not make it the full 30 years with that huge reduction. That is a problem. So what can we do um, to help these people? Well, we have some potential solutions. And that's what we wanted to offer to our radio listeners this week, Steve. And we're going to talk more about Social Security risk score and how you can get your own risk score. Are you vulnerable or are you potentially in line to get one of these cuts. And if you're not sure, this is an opportunity for you to find out and get your own personal risk score. We don't need a ton of information, but we can really gauge, the more information we get, the better, but we can really gauge, are you a potential target for a social security cut? And it's gonna be a lot of us, Steve. I mean, this yep. thing has been going and going and going for so long and no one's made any adjustments. I don't know how you feel about social security, but we are now in the camp yep. of, we think these these reductions are definitely gonna happen. Wow, boy, that's, yeah, wow. <clears throat> that's, that's, a, that's, that's a pretty bold statement. I, I think it is, and you know what, I, I changed my mind. Um, I really believed at, at a certain point that the government would step in and you know put the burden on the younger people but here, you know, I'm a statistic guy. So I'm studying statistics. And I'm looking at this stuff. By 2032, Steve, baby boomers will make up only 20% of the voting age population in the oh US. Oh, my. That's down from nearly, yeah, that's down from 50% from 2016. So the boomers' oh, political power, yeah, it's they're, declining. They're dying. And soon the millennials <laughs> and gen, yeah, they're dying. And, and, you know, there was an opportunity for boomer representation in our government to address this. But you know what they did, Steve? They kicked the can down the road. And now it's the boomers that are going to really feel the pain because they're losing the voting power. So when this really comes to fruition, I will give you one guess where you think the younger generations, and this is no offense to any younger generations that's listening to this. This is just the facts. Do you think that they are going to side and vote to maintain those benefits for the older population? Or do you think they're gonna be more interested in things like free education, free healthcare, climate change? Those are the things that are important to the younger generation, not supplementing the gap that social security caused or mm -hmm. this cut or means test or however it happens. Sure. To me, that's why I changed my mind on this, Steve, because you're looking at a population that is obviously the largest segment of our population. However, that is moving on. And now we have this new voting power that's coming up and they don't have the same interest. So I really believe that this is something that we all need to plan for. Near-term retirees, if you're 10 years down the road, you have time to fix this. And like I said, we have solutions to cover that gap. We do gap planning here. So we can cover that gap, but we need time. And these are the things that we're doing. The very first thing that you should do, Steve, is get that risk score. And I'm yes. going to do one for you too, buddy. I'm going to do one off air just to see where you're, you're lying at to make sure that you're safe. But this is a really critical thing. And I know people are like, wait a minute, what, what, wait, where did this come from? Yeah. We're going to do next week, we're going to do a whole show on this. And okay. I'm really excited to talk about it, but I couldn't hold it in because I'm seeing how we're able to impact people and cover this gap and head this off at the pass. And if it doesn't happen, we're still good. But if it does, our clients that get this risk score and do gap planning are going to be in a much better situation than their counterparts that do not. Wow. Joe, that's fascinating. I mean, I look forward to that. Um, I, we've got almost out of time, but, you know, means testing, uh, that's that's in use with Medicare right now, isn't it? I mean, it's means testing if you, depending on how much money you make, to how much you pay in, in uh, Part B. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's absolutely right. So, I mean, will we see means testing of benefits? I mean, look, you make an educated guess. Where do you think it's going to go? Look at Australia. You know, what did they do? Same thing. Means testing caps. Um, the government already has all the information that they need on us to, to implement means testing. And by 2031, 13.5 million people, Steve, will be paying, just like you said, a higher Medicare Part B premiums because of means testing. The bottom line is that's the most politically acceptable solution. So when we're looking at this, Steve, it's going to be a combination, but I'm really, like I said, we want to head this off at the pass, just like we were talking about the lag effects from the interest rate hikes and the quantitative tightening. We wanted to get out in front of it for our radio listeners. This is another thing that will take time to plan, but you want to make sure that you get your risk score. So we will offer this this week and we're going to do a full show. Do not miss next week's show because I'm going to break all this down in detail. So everyone, so bookmark it, put it in your calendar. You want to tune into this show next week. But for anyone that's curious and wants to find out a little bit more, this is your opportunity to call the show now. So I will do a separate 10 callers just for this to get that social security risk score for our listeners here on AM560. All you need to do is call in right now. You're going to talk to our associate. They're going to take down your name and number, and I will do an interview with you next week to determine and calculate your risk score. You will get a full report that breaks down exactly why you are vulnerable, and we will put together some options and strategies that can help you gap plan against this potential cut. Wow. Boy, that's a, that's great, Jill. Looking forward to next week already. You know, there is no cost or obligation for you to get a better, better handle on your own financial situation and to find out what your investments are costing you. Fees, commissions, do you know where they are? How about tax implications? And, of course, when to claim Social Security? There are strategies that Joe can help you with. It's a phone call away at 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. Joe, that's it. We, uh, again, fascinating show. I loved it. And again, one of my favorite hours of the week. I can't help but learn things. You're, you're that good. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what I am, Steve? I'm just experienced. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, all. That's true. I do, this, I do this a lot, and I appreciate it, buddy. It's always so much fun to talk to you, and hopefully our radio listeners picked up a thing or two. And again, do not miss next week, guys. We are going to break this. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.